Hey guys, welcome to Born and Bread. My name is Tepi Somarani, but you can call me Miss Tepi. Welcome to yet another brand new episode. I'm sitting with an incredible woman. She has so much wisdom and so much valuable insight about parenting. Her name is Tabi. So she is a mother. She is, uh, should I say, uh, ex-wife, a widow? I'm not sure, but <laughs> we'll get widow, into a young widow. A young widow. We'll get into it just now. Her name is Tabiso Khadebe. She is great on social media. If you can, please follow her on her Instagram handle. I will link it down below. Before we start the episode, please, if you haven't subscribed, Born and Bread needs you. Please subscribe, please share, and please like with your people. Hello, Tabiso. Hi, Tabi. How are you? Uh, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm happy to have you. I remember when I sent a thing to you, it was a DM. Ne? It was a you DM. Did. And I was like, Ish, I hope she says yes, because I've been following you for a while. And I've been seeing your content about co- conscious parenting. And I saw your event. I wanted to go, but I can't remember what happened. I think I had another thing happening. And I missed that because I felt like that was where I was going to get your story. Yeah. Um, but I've been following you and you are so great on socials. <laughs> you are giving us the content, girl. I hope you carry on because some of us learn from your content. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Tabi, so I have, I've been saying this with the other episodes that growing up now, ne, I look at my parents differently. Like, Going to therapy has helped me look at them not just as people that were out there to traumatize me or, but for me to look at them as people that had things happening in their lives. You had something happening in your life and at the same time you were a parent and you needed to show up and be a parent to your two beautiful boys. What, yeah. what was that that you, you as a parent was in, were enduring while you had to show up as a parent? Uh, okay. Another day where I I get a chance to now go back to my story, and I'm um, I must first say thank you for inviting me. Thank you for looking at my story and actually seeing parts of you in it, because yeah. I I've picked up in every, each and every one of us. There's parts of us in each other. Yes. So now, once you see something in my story on my journey, it speaks to parts of you. <laughs> so I'm sitting here. I found myself, it's almost three years now. I found myself in a, 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 a marriage dynamic that was broken. The first serious boyfriend that I've had got married. The only person that which I know we got married and down the road, I got to find myself having to deal with infidelity in my marriage. Mm. I have kids who are both born from the marriage. That is a structure of a marriage. Yeah. So now as a parent, having to deal with losing a husband and now showing up for my children, I found myself while going through the emotions of being hurt by what, by the season that I found myself in. At the same time, I had to now 
go to a day whereby I decide to say, you know what, if I have to decide to leave, can I at least leave so that my kids can have just one parent? Because already my husband is already outside the house. And just as you are saying that as we are raising our children, we find ourselves that raising them, we go, we, we are dealing with our own issues. Mm-hmm. My husband was also dealing with his own issues. So he responded the best way he knew how that was him leaving me with my children. So in that, I had to now make a decision that best suited the situation that was happening. He chose to go out, but I was left with two kids who were actually shattered by what was happening. But I decided to be the one who who stays so that they can at least have one parent. Tabisa, that's so powerful, you know. That's a definition of being raised by parents who are going through current trauma. And you as a child, you look up to mama or papa and they still have to show up for you. Despite what they're going through. And I mean... It's not that it's a child being naive to what's happening, but it's the right of a child to be taken care of, irrespective of whether yes. as a parent we facing like trauma. So would you say that the fact that you wanted your kids to at least have one parent, is that what pushed you to your healing journey? Because, I mean, you've, you chose healing and that's why we're sitting here today because <laughs> you were awakened by your experience and that's your own words. <laughs> Yeah, that's your own words. You have it as a tattoo. I do. So, so exactly. Is that that point where you're like, I'm going to be there for them? Is that the point where you started your healing? <sighs> I think a point that I can go back to before my kids, I come first. I've always been the mother who pours into themselves first. I cannot show up for my children if I haven't yet showed up for myself. So I've always been, I've always been that vibrant mother. I remember while in that season whereby I had to now decide what do I do now that I find myself in such a tragedy? I, I didn't like where I was. I didn't like how I looked. I didn't like how I felt. So I didn't even want to show up for my children. Luckily, my parents are still alive. My kids were taken away just for that season. But it shattered me, the fact that there were days, I can say weeks, where I would go without showing up because I did not like how I looked. Mm. And as I looked at them, they reminded me of their father. So that broke my heart. And that's when I decided to fight back for who I was before the tragedy. And again, looking at them already, they just have me. So why not fight back just so that they can have that version of a mother that which they know. So that season of me fighting for my life, fighting for healing, it was to say that, you know what, I don't like where I was. And a pain or a season of tragedy or a trauma, it's not something I would say one would choose to reside on. I see people glorifying their pain. I don't because I have seen how I looked. I have seen how I felt. So I made a decision which this shouldn't. And I think the word 
mm. also speaks to us going through things. Yeah. There's nowhere where it says you are going to Stay. take residence. No, no, no. The word already tells you that you are going through. So there's a, already there, there's a promise that says there's a way in, there's a way out. out. So mm. when, uh, in your way in and your way out, the through, it means that you decided to take residence somewhere in between your through. So, I yeah, I decided no. It's time to move. Is it a place where I would love to take residence yeah. because I understand where I was and actually deciding. No, 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 no. There's also a promise. I relied too much on the word. Yeah, it says there shall be greater glory ahead. Mm. So I had to force myself to look for the greater glory. Yeah, that's that. That was me fighting back. It's yeah. it's understanding that. My best days can never be the days that have passed. gone past. Yeah. So the reality is us understanding, Oguti, there's no way with what I know, with mm. what I've been through, I fight back because mm. I already have the wisdom yeah. that I didn't have before I go through the situation. Yes. So it means that my best days are still ahead. They're still ahead. And I fight back for life because I understand the best days that I still have are still coming. Exactly. So this is me three years later. Yo, I three can't years. even recognize who that person was. I don't. That's the beauty of healing and yes. choosing to heal. Yes. yes. You transform. You see yourself transform. And I relate so much to you because... I look at myself back then and now. I mean, back then, not that I had the same traumas as you. Yeah. Our traumas are different. Yes. But I look at myself now. You know, healing even spills onto your confidence. That's true. How you talk, how people receive you, how you show up in your life, in your children's lives. Yes. It's just, it's, yeah, healing is is something else. (laughs) It is something else. So you say that your kids reminded you, I'm taking a step back a little bit. They reminded you of their father. Do you mean like physically they look like they that look or they act? Exactly like their father. Sure. <laughs> and what that does for someone who's trying to heal, a constant reminder of this person. Before I embarked on a journey of healing, that was, I couldn't take it. Mm. I couldn't look at them. So after going through the healing process, the only memories I choose to keep are the happy memories. Yeah. I had a beautiful marriage. 14 years, just one year that which I suffered pain cannot cancel the other 13 years. So, but we live in a society that expects us to know he left you this and that. So now you have to hold on to something. Actually, I cannot be holding on to something that breaks me. Yeah. I chose to be selective of what I, I hold on to. I hold on to the beautiful memories. We are the ones who created those memories. And also looking at the part where I suffered a tragedy, but that is a season I wouldn't trade for anything. Looking at how it has helped refine who I am, Mm. it has helped me look at life differently. It has helped me show up in the best way, actually the best version of who Tabiso is came out of that season. So I wouldn't trade it for anything. As painful as it was, Mm. I believe I was chosen for that path. And lately, it's it's like on a daily basis, you get to find, you get to get a different perspective 
of the season you thought was it looked like a dead end. It mm. wasn't. Yeah. I look at it. My husband loved me enough to can usher me into my purpose. Wow. So has he not done the things he did? I wouldn't be sitting here. You wouldn't be having Utabiso, who is a coach. Mm. You wouldn't be having Utabiso, who's living fully. I, my life is full of color because I understand even how short life can be and I understand the seasons. So when it's time to be happy, I choose to joyfully embrace the season and fully show up because pain doesn't say yesterday mm. you were supposed to laugh, you, yeah. you held back. So it has helped me, the season helped me to live fully in who I've always been this person who speaks, mm. but now that season gifted me yeah. with now being able to carry others. Yeah. So with regards to looking at my children, oh, they, everything has changed now. Yeah. Then I was afraid, but currently I look at them and I'm, and I thank God for the times and, and allowing me and their father to meet and actually gifting us with the, off, the two offsprings. Yo, the, my kids are, ah, shame. <laughs> I see they them. are handsome. Them. Like I would say that. And is my, my youngest would always say, ah, Ma, I hear this all the time. Not you again, but Aww. I understand that as I look at them, I, I was favored by God to be actually be gifted with such beautiful offspring. So, how their father departed, the season ended. It has got nothing to do with me showing up for my children. Yeah, yes. that's incredible. Oof, you've said a mouthful. I hope <laughs> everyone is taking in these nuggets. You said so much. You spoke to my heart one day when you put up a post <laughs> on your Instagram. And you said, you can't heal what you don't accept. And what you've just said now almost sums up the fact that you, the power of acceptance, mm. you know, and I feel like that's what you've just summed up now, which was going to be my next question. <laughs> so you went ahead of me. Go there as well. You went ahead of me. <laughs> but if you want to say anything more around accepting that I'm here because I was meant to be here, you know, and you know what that does? It strips away your story and mm. your trauma off of like, it strips away the shame. Yes. That usually is. Attached to your trauma and, and the things that you feel hurt you. Yes. Once you start to accept, you can feel that shame just melt that's away. That is true. That is right? true. Right? Do, yes. do you want to say something about what acceptance? I mean, you've just said a full, <laughs> a mouthful, but if you want to add on about what acceptance and this quote, where were you when you said it in your mind? You said, I'll remind you again. You said, okay. you can't heal what you don't accept. Yes. Huh. Standing in a mirror, you're looking at yourself now that I'm here. I normally use the statement that says, now that I'm here, now what? Mm -hmm. So understanding Yami, when I say acceptance, acceptance is followed by surrendering. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like now that I find myself here, then what? Then what is followed by there's a responsibility. So acceptance, it means that I acknowledge with yes, I find myself here. 
And we find a lot of people are struggling with the fact that you are saying someone else put you in that position. I understand my husband placed me in that position. Or maybe not. Why was I... Why did I want him to stay when he wanted to, to leave? Go. So exactly. when you get to a point whereby I'm not obligated or I cannot force someone else to stay in a marriage he feels he wants to walk out of, I have to deal with myself as in why am I not wanting to accept? Yeah. So once you direct that or speak to those questions, you get to a point whereby you deal with yourself. Yes. There's a self-worth issue there. Hmm. Yes. Okay, he left, he passed. The truth of the matter, he's not the only person or the only guy who's here on planet Earth because that's our biggest struggle. If I say that people who are still in marriages or people who are widows who are stuck in those seasons would want to come and shout and because we get so much, um, I've seen we, we, this thing, we, once you glorify pain, you even get people who associate with you because of those things. They keep you in your place of pain. Yeah. Be it, it kills you. But mm. I said no. So addressing yourself, acceptance, understanding that now that I'm here, now what? It plays the responsibility of me now starting to embark on a journey of healing. So healing comes with responsibility surrendering meaning that even if it wasn't my even if it wasn't my uh even if it wasn't my fault that i found myself in that situation it is my uh, responsibility to can seek the necessary healing for yeah. me to can walk past the season sure so surrender surrender I may not be responsible for where I am, but for me to move from where I am to where I want to be, it is my responsibility. So embracing the season as it is. Yeah. You embrace it for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So removing the shame, you spoke about removing the shame. When you remove the shame, you disassociate yourself with the, 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 whatever that you find yourself going through. Cause we find ourselves carrying shame because I called myself a rejected person. I'm not. Yeah. That's not it is a season, yes. Remember we are spirit yeah. having human experience. So now we associate ourselves with the experiences that which we are having. Yeah. Sure. Yo, 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 that's, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think of so much now, um, especially when you talk about attaching ourselves to our experiences and wanting to make that your identity. Like now it must be me. You know, I don't want to downplay childhood traumas because I know there are big childhood traumas out there and there are ones that are manageable to an extent that you can just go, I'm not that. Mm. It was an experience that I went through, but it's not me. It's not my identity. If we talk about like parenting, before we go there, yeah. I want to ask you a question. <laughs> was there any, cause I know with me and my parents, yeah. um, 
because they obviously were going through their own things, there were things maybe that I would pick up from them, say, um, maybe if they were fighting, for instance, and maybe one parent would lash out at me, maybe shouting or just out of frustration, um, show up in my life in a way that shows that this person is full of anger or mm. whatever. What do you, do you remember one incidence where you like, you know, here at this time of my life when I was going through this, I shouldn't have done this to my kids. Maybe how you spoke, how you show up are the traces of how you showed up for them that you think could have hurt them by any chance. It happens even now. Yeah. <laughs> it still happens. Give yourself grace for how you show up. Parenting, uh, your parenting is a constant, it's a constant journey of you evolving, constant learning. You are going to catch yourself every now and again. <gasps> I wish I couldn't have done that, but conscious parenting, as I'm a conscious parenting coach, yes. it helps you understand that my kids have a right to can hear me saying sorry to them. Yeah. Which is, you wouldn't do that from the parenting style that we come from. Exactly. So normalize going back to your child to ask for forgiveness or sitting down and actually saying that, oof, ha, I might have stepped outside of the boundary because our kids also have boundaries. Yes. So I still find myself in, 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 in situations whereby I act up because I'm still a work in, I'll constantly be a work in progress, progress, but I'm well aware of how I show up and how even my kids, I'll, I even see the look that says, where is this going now? Yeah. So you can say that it, it helps me move back, gather my thoughts, actually reassess the situation and be aware of, of, of what I've just said. Yeah. So once you do that, you are able to go back and apologize. So apologizing is normally the biggest, biggest problem we find ourselves. But I've normalized and I've also given my kids the, the, the permission to can call me out instantly when I'm doing that. So, and do they do that? <laughs> they do. Like my, my young, my, my oldest, yo, he enjoys that part. Oh my god. He'd gosh. be like, no <laughs> way. Not again. You can't be. But doing that's this. the most beautiful thing ever. Democracy. Yeah. Like the, the relationship that which we have becomes so beautiful because now it's a two way street. Yeah. So yeah. once your kids learn to tell you when you have now uh, treated them in a way, in a manner that which is, 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 isn't beneficial for them. So the, the relationship becomes beautiful. You know, it's funny you speak about that. We were doing homework with my eldest and I remember he hadn't done something. It was like a homework that he didn't note down in his diary to say, I need to do this. And I shouted at him quite badly. And he said to me, there are other things that I do and you actually don't praise me for them. I was like, I took a step back and I actually asked him, I said, what are those things? And he named them yes. legit. And it was legit things that you say that I must take an extra mile. I do mm. take an extra mile. I try to read after doing my homework. I do this, I do this, but you never acknowledge all of that. And he said that in tears. 
So now that you're saying you give them permission to call you out, I was called out and I didn't even give him permission. Mm. So it shows that the children that are today's children are not like us. Tabi, so what is, I heard you speak a little bit about connection-based parenting style. Yes. Jana, go deep into that. <laughs> okay. Connection-based parenting style, you connect before you correct. So with us, <laughs> co- co- connection was very minimal. Yeah. So you create an environment that allows your kids to be seen. They need to be heard. And the biggest, 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 uh, struggle or what I have seen in connection based parenting does, it helps your child to can know that their emotions need to be validated. They are allowed to feel angry as much as we do. So we have made a parenting to them only one-sided. You know that you don't like your child when he's angry or she's angry. But why aren't you treating yourself the same way? So a connection-based parenting, it says you correct before you, you, you connect before you can correct. Okay. It says create an environment whereby your child will be able to come to you as a safe space. Yes. But you can't do that if there's no communication. Uh, you haven't yet uh, worked on your communication skills. You haven't yet created a platform whereby your kids will feel you are the safest person to can come to. So, yeah. Yeah. So... A connection-based um, parenting style is basically connect. Connect before, before you correct. correct. Yeah. Can you imagine how powerful that is if we, our parents even knew that, you know? They That's, don't. Yeah, yeah. They and don't. For us to know it, I mean, it says that we're breaking the cycle. Um, we are breaking the cycle that, you know, that... That river that was sending through a transfer of trauma. Yeah. We're breaking it with all of these parenting styles. What is the one thing, so that you think, or even two or three or whatever, mm. that you feel your clients come to you and they're like, so this area with my child I'm struggling with. The one common one that you feel as parents now in our age groups, what do you think we struggle with? As a conscious parenting coach, <laughs> now I'm trying, trying to tap to, into that. Uh, the biggest issue is us trying to create ama robots from our children, telling them what to do, enrolling them to every activity, wanting them to do so many things that which we couldn't do. So the biggest struggle is you wanting to raise the child of your dreams. There's the child in front of you. There's a reason why your child would say they don't want certain things. You need to listen. So, Tina, we were told we were being disrespectful once you come across as someone who says, I don't want this. I don't like this. But now, once you get to a point where you deal with yourself, the biggest issue is us. Yeah. Once you heal yourself, once you remove the pattern, it's, 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 we were raised, there's patterns which we were raised to can actually take. How we show up comes from how we were raised. There's certain things that are not beneficial to us that which we 
we we want to pass to our children. So the struggles Ogunguti we are having, the things we are saying we are working on, you and I, are the things that our children shouldn't find themselves working on because we are going to be questioning. Once you have a child who questions your authority, who tells you, no, I can't. Why? We are raising up a white generation, right? Yes. So you need to get your story right as a parent. It means that the biggest struggle is if you do not do the work now, you are going to struggle to raise the offspring. Why? Because every problem your child may be having, they go to Google and they will not come to you. Sure. That's my biggest fear. That is my biggest fear for Google to parent my child. <laughs> That's like, that is my biggest fear. So do you think the fact that we are trying to, um, like we are trying to create the children of our dreams, do you think it could be a symptom from us that says we are trying to correct our own childhood? That is true. That is true. Yeah. We try. So once you, you find that the certain things you want to impose to your child, you are raising the child that the child in you who wanted those experience but didn't get them. So number one thing you need to address again is give yourself, give your parents the grace to can say they did their best with what they knew then. So the reason why you and I must constantly surround ourselves with other women, take the coaching, learn what's happening around in this current season is so that you may not come across as a parent who's not informed to can meet their children's needs in the era that we are living in. Yeah. So it technology is supposed to be a tool. But yeah. Tina, it comes across as a weapon because even with our children, you find that you buy the next gadget so that you are not present but i said you need to be a present parent you need to connect before you can correct your child so if you don't have that relationship whereby you know your child you are their safe space you've created an environment for them to thrive there's no way you can get to your child there's no way you can have your child coming to you as their safe space so if you are not an informed parent, if you are a parent who hasn't yet dealt with self, if you are not a parent who's living up to the best version of who they are, you are going to struggle to raise Y generation yeah. of a child. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking of the inner child that I'm trying to raise through my kids. Mm-hmm. And what my healing journey has done for me is that it's helped me tone down her her voice, you know, to say, no, it's not your time to show up now. Your time was back then. You had your own experience. Yes. I love you. You'll always be in me. But now it's not for you to tell me what to do. And that's the power of choosing to heal. And yes. that's the power of being aware, being self-aware. Yes. What are your clients, what are your clients saying out there? What give, give us like, what, what's the feedback you're getting from your clients? Because now you have potential clients watching and listening. Now I want them to go. That's, that's what I want. You know, what, what have you got feedback from your clients? I have, I have quite a lot. 
the yeah the biggest 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 struggle with my clients is thinking that they come to me because they have problems with the relationship they have with their children and only to find that the the problem is self there's nothing wrong with our children there's everything wrong with us once you address yourself it is an instant turn in terms of how your kids will receive you as a parent yeah so once you do the work with you the children follow you see a difference you don't have to get to your child once you deal with self so tina we are afraid of self everyone yeah. is yeah so basically with your clients you also deal with them as 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 people that are embarking in a parenting journey yes i think now that you've seen me stopped maybe posting n n n i had to pull back so that i can now re-strategize on how I go about in terms of conscious parenting. Yes. But I found that there's no way I can show up best for my child if I've never showed up. I don't know what best looks like for myself. So I cannot say that I want the best for my child if I've never lived that best. So the biggest, biggest, biggest struggle that I've picked up is that we won't even get to address the issues we have with our children if we do the work with us. If I live up to the best version, Gatabi, so my kids already see because they, they see more than they hear. It's less of what you say to your child and more of how you show up. Once you show up the healed version, Yako, the best version, Yako, that lives up to who you truly are fully, colorfully so, not the one before you were a mother, you were utsepi, uputsepi, yeah. vibrant, used to dance, used to do so many things. But once you become a mother, we already scare, we even scare our kids in terms of they don't want to grow up because we have made ukula, yo, something horrible because we are not living, we're just existing. Yeah. So once you get yourself right, eventually, the children will now start to look at the traits that have changed. This, kids, they imitate us. Yeah. Yeah. What they see, they do. Yes. Yeah. So now I've shifted. I'm addressing the parent. I'm addressing show up fully as you are. Embrace the seasons you come from. There's no shame. Why must you be shameful of something that has gifted you with such beautiful... It has gifted me with so much wisdom. Why am I afraid of it? Exactly. Because yeah. I'm the best person to can usher someone who still struggles with what I've survived. So I help parents now strictly. I'm looking at how do I help parents know that there is no shame. It's the renewal of the mindset. Yes. I am not my experiences. But with the experiences that I've gone through, they have gifted me with so many things. What are those things? I take those things. They will help me best show up for the next season. Mm. So before we get to the children and, and, and once you address the parent, the relationship between the parent and the children automatically comes together, together. beautifully. Yeah. Yes. Yo. <laughs> I like what I'm taking out of this is that 
I can't, and I mean, with this podcast, and I'm trying to make this my core work yeah. eventually. I want it to be my core work where, like in Sebenza, Ganjin. Yeah. So what I'm taking out of it is that I can't just preach it. Listen. I can't just preach <laughs> childhood trauma. I have to, you know, and what I'm taking out of it is that my children can see if yeah. I'm a fake or I'm doing the work for real and how I show up will say to them, okay, this is how mom is showing up. That, that means mom is on a healing journey, yes. even if they don't understand it in that way, but mm. they can see, like you're saying, it heals our relationship yes. with our kids. Um, what else do you want to say to us? Is there anything I haven't touched on that you feel you want <laughs> the audience to know about parenthood or like healing as a, as a, and in general? Sure. The, uh, empowerment. I think with everything else we consider valuable, we take courses. I think if we consider children valuable, it's time for us to rise and say that we also need help in terms of how we parent them. I don't come as someone who wants to question how you raise, but once you get the necessary strategy, the skills, ways in which you can best show up for your child, that is the best gift you can give yourself. So seek to be empowered in terms of how you show up for your child. But before you can show up for your child, can you show up for yourself? That's why earlier on I said, there's no way I can say I want the best for my children if I don't want the best for myself. So it's time for us to pick up our hobbies, to pick up the things we used to like, to start living and not exist because that affects how our children will show up. So as a parent who have, who was able to rise from a season that was meant to kill me or break me. I've already given my children that anything that which they may come across at life, they will be able to survive. And mm. the fact that I was able to fully show up and fully take on the responsibility of raising them alone, I don't remember my children saying that, we feel disadvantaged now that our father is no longer here. Yet we miss him, but it's they don't feel that there's a need for them to can say, we wish we could have. No, 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 no. Because I fully took on the responsibility of saying, God entrusted me with the children on my own. It means that he has equipped me with the necessary tools and uh he has gifted me with the strength to can be able to show up for them. Yeah. But it requires work. So the work that I've done, the work that I continue to teach, the work that I continue to say before we can, we want the money, we want the houses, we want the holidays. But there's no way you can, at the end of your life, how you raise your children is how they are going to take care of you as a parent. Yeah. So if you are not there to can be present, they won't be there to can take care of you at a later stage. And while we are living at the end of everything, at the end of your life, the people who are supposed to bury you when you die are the same children who don't know you, are the same children whom you have forced to become people they are not. Because the work that we say we are healing, we are healing because 
We were told who we must be. You thought you were your experience. You are not. So if you are not your experience, it means that if you have been carrying that for so long, you have been carrying a version of you that which is not you. So what you need to now peel off. While you peel off, you meet the version of you that you've always been, but now you also help your child to live up to who they truly are. Because the children, how God gift us with children is an offspring is gifted to you so that you can usher them to who they already are. But then you can't do that if you are still struggling with yourself. So and our children are there to can flesh anything that triggers you with your child are the things you haven't healed from. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I mean, okay, we can close the show now. I think we are fine. We cut, cut, cut. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Yay. Yo, the things Any that trigger. trigger. Anything that triggers you. It's things that it's you, things you need, to, you need address. to heal from. So that's where we come in as, as coaches mm. and, if I have to add, I will add and add and add and add. I know. But the most important part is healing takes responsibility. It will, yo, it will require you invest, uh, an investment must go into your into healing. It. But there's no, I, I look at that. I don't even think I'd put in money to the to, season that I find myself in today to how I was. So it's there's priceless. no amount of money I can actually say it's worthy of me showing up as the best version of myself. So Yo, thank you so Yo. much. <laughs> so like you're saying, if you have to add, we'll sit here the whole yeah, day. Yeah, um, but um, I mean, I wanted to go and, and just I wanted to close this by asking you the value of coaching. And you've just finished telling me that. That it's not the, there isn't even money that you can quantify to. So we have to book people like you guys. Healing can be done in our bedrooms alone. And yes, we can try and journal. We can Mm. read books, but we need coaches like you. Your work is important, Tabis. And I hope there's someone out there who will one day book you and say, Hey, I heard about Tabis on Born and Bread podcast. And I hope that they inbox you or something. But thank you so much for your time. <laughs> it's been incredible. Thank you so much, Seb. Thank you. Thank you for trusting That's... me with your platform nice. and yeah, your audience. But yeah, we are going to heal. Mm. As we heal, then we are going to parent our children with so much grace. That's amazing. That was heavy. So guys, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's been a great episode. I've enjoyed every moment of it. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Born and Bread needs you. We need to get to 1,000 subscribers by the end of Season 2. Please subscribe. Bye, guys. See you on the next one. We're out.